Welcome to the Regular Guys Random Things Weekly Podcast. Thanks again for listening to these regular guys talk about the most random things. So sit back and relax while they get started. Hey everyone, how's it going? No one's going to answer today? (laughs) Too early? It's too early. I'm good. Another early morning podcast from the Regular Guys Random... Regular... Regular guys, random things. Yeah, that's what we are, right? Uh, Something like that. Something like that. That works. Uh, I'm your host, Scott. I'm here with Dustin. Hello. And John. Oh, hi, guys. No, wait. He's not here yet. It's way too early in the morning for him. (laughs) You don't want me to play the part of John? No, you did that very well, actually. You sounded just like him. Well, uh, hi. I'm John, and I don't remember anything. Perfect. Good job. (laughs) We can make fun of him all he wants because he'll never listen and he'll never know. So that's good. Hopefully he shows up here in a shortly. Uh, but until he does, it's just the two of us. So we didn't record last week because I was gone and you were busy. Yeah, we kind of just fell apart. Like I didn't know you were going to be gone. And so I kept coming to your office looking for you. And I didn't use any form of modern communication. <laughs> To say, where the crap are you, Scott? <laughs> and I swear I told you guys that I was going. And then John and I had planned on just recording an episode on our own, but last week just got busy, and we never got around to it. This week got busy. We almost didn't get around to it this week either. Yeah, it's getting it's getting tough. But lots of stuff a couple going, things on. going on. So anyway, here we are. We're getting this in because we couldn't go two weeks without one and we might have to go next week without one i don't know yeah i don't know how we're gonna record if we don't yeah so here we are what have you been up to um i've been working on my christmas lights oh yeah trying to i guess nice yeah i have that everlasting quest of getting permanent christmas lights on my house and then having them all be i guess uh, orchestrated to some type of music christmas music yeah, so you found some channel to put it in at Home Depot? Yeah, and I'm going to scrap that. Oh, you <laughs> are? something else, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Um, well, all the only color I could get is black, and the eaves of our house are brown. And so I'm going to end up painting it anyways. So why paint something that will cost me twice as much when I could just take it back and order something on Amazon? And then paint it and not worry about mm. having to to paint something that's twice as expensive. That makes sense. Just going to get some spray paint or something? Yeah. They they actually sell rain gutter paint, and oh. it's in a brown. Yeah, there you go. So I'd probably just buy some of that or maybe just go over to the um, paint section and see if I can match it with something close and then call it good. My goal is to not ever take those Eve lights off my house. So Yeah, just leave them up forever. I want them concealed so people aren't like, oh my gosh, look, he's got his Christmas lights still up. But I could use them for other holidays too. Yeah, like you can have pink and white and red for Valentine's Day. Exactly. And right now I have those three still balls that are in my front yard that have lights on them. Your big still balls? My big still balls. And... um I have those lit up for Halloween. I have them oh, do? orange and purple. Yeah, I don't have uh, any music to them. I just oh. every night I go into the test pattern and I put in 
orange, orange, and purple, and then have it circulate or do mm-hmm. a, a chase with those patterns. So huh, it makes cool. me kind of fun. Yeah. What about green? Uh, I tried green, but green's a pretty, a pretty powerful color. Um, it's pretty bright, and so it Can't just you dim it. Um, not in the test pattern. Uh, so <laughs> I need to write a sequence. I just need to write one Halloween Halloween sequence and just let it rotate through that Halloween sequence. There you go. Because right now I'm going in every night, turning it on, setting up the color chase, and then turning it off by myself. Sometimes I forget, so. So it runs all day. Runs all night. Runs <laughs> and then Erica go, gets out in the morning and goes, hey, the lights are still on. Uh, yes, they are. So, What time do you, if you program them, what time do you have them go off? Uh, usually around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I don't let them go too long. How come? Why not just let them go all night? Um, I don't know. I mean, there's nobody around to see them, so what's the point of having them on? Scares away burglars. Yeah, just costs money to run Christmas mm-hmm. lights. You know my theory on Christmas lights, right? I don't know. It's a conspiracy theory by the the power, power company, company to keep because during the summer they have air conditioning revenue and during the winter they don't have any revenue because mm-hmm. electric goes down. So the only way they could pad their Christmas bonus was to invent Christmas lights that everybody now has to put on their house to be cool. It's true. So but the new LED lights don't take a lot of power. So I know they'll, they'll have to vent. They'll have to invent something new now that all of these. No, now they just make you energy put up, efficient. Instead of like a hundred energy inefficient lights, they put make you put up ten thousand <laughs> energy efficient lights. <laughs> Speaking of that, I started laying out my pattern for the eaves, and um, one channel on the house can do. A thousand twenty-four pixels, so that's one LED brick, right? Right. So you get three, three. How does that work again? Three pixels out of one, or no, three. Well, you get a red, green, blue, and a a brown. So actually, you get four. I can't remember how it is, but anyways, you get each one of those little LED squares. I can put ten twenty-four, and seven strands of light is a thousand fifty which is too long for me anyways, but um, it's kind of funny to think that I'm going to put 1,024 bulbs, I guess, technically, on the front of my house. And that's just your start. Yeah. And in my, I can't remember, I, th- I think I have 300 bulbs or something like that. Or and no, that's it's not 300 bulbs, but it's it's like 100 bulbs in my on my still balls. Big still balls. Big still balls. And... Um, that's only one channel on your controller, and you've got, what, seven, 16, 17 other ones? 16 yeah, other so ones? on the Raspberry Pi, I technically have, it, it can't do 1,024. It says it can do 800 plus, so I don't know what that means. Hmm. And I don't know if that's because of power limitation, but so I can do 1,600 pixels on the Pi hat, and then I have 16 channels on the controller that have 1,024 each. So sixteen. So about eighteen thousand yeah, lights you can like put that. on your house. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna light up the whole street. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Be awesome. And then once you get it all figured out, then I can do it too. Oh, I've got it figured out. Oh, you do. So the channel thing, I'm gonna order channel this week. Today. Possibly. You won't be here to get it. I'm gonna have them delivered to my mother and father in law's house. Uh. 
I'm okay. going to take the other ones back to Home Depot. I'm done with them. They're a nice channel. I mean, it's, if you want a quick, easy solution, you want to just go get them and you don't mind the color black. Don't they have it in white too, though? Uh, not at the store. Uh-huh. It's actually made for a deck railing yeah. that they have at the store. And it's all black in the store. So you'd have to order it if you want white. Well, if you have to order it, you might as well get half price on Amazon. Yeah, but you wouldn't have to you wouldn't have to paint it or if it's, you need white, like I do. I just need white anyway, so I don't have to paint anything. Is the stuff that's on Amazon silver? I'm afraid that it's silver, not white. Well when I put the little um diffuser element on the front, that's all you're gonna see. So yeah, that's, that's white. True. Yeah, and who knows, maybe I'll end up not even using what I'm going to do in the future, but I don't know. Well, that sounds awesome. And anything else? Dance? Yeah, dance, dance is dance, always dance, a thing. Baby. Kids are like right in the middle of of Nutcracker, so not only is Bailey doing her rehearsals, she's, um, it's kind of funny. Did I, I, I don't know if I ever announced, but so she didn't get the lead in the Nutcracker this year. So no, no, you didn't say that. There's kind of two lead parts. There's the the Sugar Plum Fairy where you you partner with a, a guy, and then that's what she was last year. Right? Yeah, and then this year she got Dewdrop Fairy, which is the same. It's the same amount of dance. It's the same kind of part. She's two different. I mean, two different fairies. The Sugar Plum partners with a guy, um, and. She so she didn't get it. She's a very technical dancer. She's not when she goes into her auditions, she's super technical, which is really good. Um, she's not. She doesn't have. She she has a hard time remembering to smile and perform. Um, but when she's doing that on stage in the show, she's a great mm-hmm. performer. Um, the judge that judges that's a really technical judge. Um, got in a car accident on the way to the audition. And so the only judges, there was no super technical judge there. There was mm-hmm. only a performing judge. So not that that's an excuse, but she didn't get the part. So the two girls that did get the part um, are like jazz dance company girls, have great big show faces, are really good, but they can't do the part. So Bailey's been going to their auditions to try to teach them and help them learn. The one girl can't do any of the lifts. She's never partnered. So like it's becoming a challenge because now they're trying to double the amount of, of practices they have. Plus Bailey has to go to their practice to help them try to learn it. And then she has to go to her own practice to try to learn it. And then they're dumbing down the dance because one of the girls just can't do any of it. So I'm like... Why don't they just change it and say, hey, Bailey, you get it? Because of the whole politics thing. So it's, dumb. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty challenging. So she's doing double duty. She's doing somebody else's auditions pl- or practices, plus she's doing hers, which she loves because she's like, I still get a partner, and that's fun. And I know that dance already, and I'm getting to learn something new. And her new dance is tough. It's like it's uh, there's just as much stage time as the the partnering one. What's so her new her new one? She's Dewdrop Fairy. The what? The Dewdrop Fairy. Oh, Dewdrop. Yeah. They were saying Dewdrop. <laughs> yeah, the Dewdrop Fairy. So you know that's a seven minute 
dance that she has to do on stage. So like she's just getting tons of time, which she's really super stoked about. But I, it's hard because she has to go to, she has to go to a lot of auditions or a lot of practices, I guess. And then the other kids on top of that. So how do you go into a tryout and you have this tryout and then you get the part, but you can't actually do the part? Don't they like test for that in the tryout? Well, so what they do is they hire a board of judges, right? right. Yeah. So these judges are, they're supposed to be kind of neutral judges. They're not, they're not affiliated with any of the dance studios. They don't know any of these girls and they try to get a mix. They try to get artistic people. They try to get technical people and then they try to get, you know, different types of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of the judges, they kind of rotate year for year. And then the judges, they have a, they have a choreographer who teaches a quick combination and then the girls have to do that combination. So that, that kind of says, well, how fast can you do it and how well can you do it? And then the judges give you scores. And so Bailey's downfall always is she concentrates too hard and then that projects in her face because she's a great dancer. Like they teach that combo. She can pick it up quickly, nail it and be ready to do it in one of the first groups. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is in an audition, she doesn't have a very good show face. She -hmm. works on that and does a good job, but that's something her teachers always, you know, yell at her. So she's not a very showy person. You know what she should do? What's that? She should paint a big smiley face on her face, just like the Joker. <laughs> yeah, that might work. Always be smiling. Yeah, and that's very theatrical as well. You should tell her that. I, I'll, I'll let her know. So they do the combination. They get a score, and then at the end, the judges hand in the scores, and then they're done, right? Mm-hmm. So then they take it to the executive board, and the executive board says, "Okay, this girl has the highest score. She's the dewdrop. This girl had the next highest score. She's." Or uh, sugar plum. This girl had the next highest score. She's sugar plum. And well, the so problem they don't have any human element in there and say, well, that's great that she got the highest score, but she can't do the part. So let's give it to this other person that we know can do the part. So that's that's so that's that's how it's always run. And the artistic directors are the ladies who are actually running the show and putting these, you know, getting these girls to do the parts and and who are choreographing the whole show aren't a part of placing these girls in parts because most of those ladies have they're their students and so it's it's come back to Biden this year. They don't get to have any input and say, "Oh, hey, this is what we're thinking." And they say, "Oh, well, she can't do that part." Yeah. They they, they do don't that. have any they should. So we'll see what happens. It's it's really biting them in the butt this year. I guess it's not just this part. There's a couple there's been some problems in the past where, like, remember in Allison, the Caterpillar, or Alice in Wonderland? Did you guys see that one? Mm-hmm. The Caterpillar was supposed to be on point, and she couldn't do it, and so they didn't tell anybody. She just did it on, she did it at the dance on non-point. So that meant a part, a point girl who could do point missed out on having that opportunity because that means she has they to stand cast on her somebody. Toes. Yeah. So she wears the fancy pointy ballet shoes. You got to remember you're talking to. I know. Sorry. To these non. I mean, who would have ever thought we're sitting here? <laughs> exactly. Going on and on about <laughs> ballet for. Dude, I, all I ever did growing up was hunt, fish, camp, play sports. And here I am talking about dance. The farthest thing from what I ever thought I would be doing. But I'm a dance dad. There you go. 
What have you been up to? So last week I went to Texas for some training for work to Austin. Um, that was pretty interesting. Uh, one thing, the one thing I noticed about Texas, you go to Texas and you know they everything's bigger in Texas, bigger, badder, better. Yeah. And nobody decorates for Halloween there. Oh, really? It's really weird. I was expecting all these big, giant Halloween displays and decorations, and there's nothing. Nothing. Do you think that's because Utah's kind of like a a Pinterest state? Like you got all these. Mm, I don't know. Maybe Pinteresty like one upper ladies in Utah and. Yeah. So I asked a guy in the class, right, uh, who is from Austin. He said, "Why don't you guys decorate for Halloween?" And he said, "Well, Christmas is our big thing." Oh, is it? So they go all out for Christmas, apparently, but not really for Halloween. But I was just surprised to see nobody. I was just let down. And I'm like, Texas, you suck. <laughs> do you put up... I mean, you guys actually do quite a bit of... I guess I drove to your house uh, yesterday. You do, you do I mean, way more than me. I've got three still balls that flash purple and orange. Big in still the balls. Porch. Big still balls. And that's it. We have two little pictures that the kids did. Yeah, we put up some lights and we put a little a couple displays out. But, I mean, it's not huge. You know, we don't fill our whole yard with anything. It's just our mm-hmm. porch and stuff. So, but uh, our house in Texas would have been, like, the best house in the not only on the block, but, like, within three-mile radius. I'd like to do more Halloween stuff. I just I don't want to store stuff. That's my big problem. Like Christmas is easy because you just do lights and a wreath and. Well, that's all we basically do for Halloween—just lights. Yeah, I don't want to store a bunch of yard pumpkins and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like that's Me just. Either. I I did make Erica some some pumpkins one time out of some tree stumps. I carved them with a chainsaw and painted them orange, and then I haven't even got those out yet. I'm just lame. So. Wow! Like. Carved them right out of don't, the chainsaw. Don't even think it's cool, man. I mean, it's it's a log with the top trimmed at the top to make them kind of look like pumpkins, and then mm-hmm. I cut a piece of another tree to have on top. So, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. And then painted them orange and painted the stems green. Why didn't you do that in metal? Because <laughs> uh, back then. I didn't have the stuff I have to make metal, I guess, now. You weren't on the, the higher plane that you are now. Yeah, that's right. I have adapted and, and evolved from. There's a reason why I don't work in wood, and if you saw the pumpkins, you'd understand why. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're they're cool, I guess. I don't know. So, yeah, we went there, uh, had some good food, had some good barbecue. Uh, brought some barbecue for you and for John. I haven't tried it yet. Called Redneck Lipstick. I haven't tried it either, so I haven't had anything to try it on. Um, so they were doing a, the big Oklahoma-Texas game that they do every year, and they play it in the Cotton Bowl apparently in Dallas, which neither school is there. I guess it's halfway neutral ground. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I guess they do this thing where they run a football all the way from Austin to Dallas. Like an Olympic torch? Yeah. Is it on fire? No, it wasn't on fire. But we happened to just be in the right area at the right time coming out of a restaurant 
I mean, it was perfect timing to see this thing go down the street, right? A minute earlier and we miss it, and a minute later we miss it. So hmm. I thought that was kind of cool that we happened to see that and catch that. Um, and so they have this, I guess Austin's claim to fame is they have this bat bridge that has like a billion bats that live underneath it. And so, oh, really? And so at night, you're supposed to go down there and you stand by this bridge. You can either stand on top or down below by the river and uh, watch these bats fly out. And it's supposed to be really cool, right? And so, of course, the one night we go down there to do that and they didn't come, <laughs> stupid bats. <laughs> so we didn't get to see that. How close is, How close were you to San Antonio? I don't know. I'm, I know very. Dallas is kind of Dallas and Austin is kind of like right in the middle of the state, but I can't remember where Sacramento is. No, it's a little, I think it's a little it's, bit further south. I think it's further west, some too. Um, but I don't think it's very close. A couple hours away, probably three hours, four hours. It's the only place I've ever been in in Texas. So I've been to Dallas once now, and I've been to Austin once now. That's all I've been in Texas. And, and I wasn't very impressed with Sacramento. San Antonio. Or San Antonio, I mean, yeah. I wasn't very impressed with Sacramento either. Yeah, that's not but very that's impressive a either. A different state, but... Yeah. You didn't go on the river walk and all that stuff? I mean, I did. So the river walk was cool, and, you know, the Alamo and all of that stuff was really cool. But, like, the outskirts of San Antonio were just kind of dumpy. Like, I not maybe it's different... But there's like no grass. Nobody has any grass. All of their front yards yeah. are just like, just and they're not even like zero scape. They're just dirt, dirt. We yeah. drove by a couple schools, and that's all that these schools have is dirt, dirt, yeah. big giant dirt field covered with trees. So I guess they get shade from the sun. But yeah, it was just a big giant dirt lot that the kids were running around and playing in. So yeah, I just don't remember seeing anything that was green there, like. I mean, the river walk was green, but other there were lots that. of trees in Austin. It was actually pretty green, except for the ground. Hmm. And how's the barbecue compare? Uh, it was pretty good. So um, I, I don't know. Was it all smoked with oak, or did you have like mesquite smoked barbecue? No, it was not mesquite. I don't know what it was, but it was not mesquite. I could tell mesquite. I know Texas is big oak. Like they got a I'm lot of. I'm pretty oak. sure it was oak. Which is my favorite wood to smoke with. So, yeah, I think that's probably what it was. Um, had some, the best thing I had was this jalapeno cheddar sausage. Oh, that was delicious. Mm. The brisket was good, but I wouldn't say it was, you know, leaps and bounds better than anything I've had here. I think in Texas, they only use salt and pepper for the rubs, too. They don't use anything else. Like, it's, it's, Kind of a basic rub. Yeah, I didn't. I put a bunch of sauce on mine, so I, oh. I should have tasted it first, but I didn't. And the sauces were good. Yeah, their sauces are more. They're not a vinegar-based sauce. They're more like a sauce that we're kind of accustomed to, right? Yeah. So they the had. Sweeter. They did have. So on the table, they had like four sauces, and they had a mango habanero, which was my favorite. It was really hot. It had some good, but it had really good flavor to it too as well. So it wasn't just heat. It was really nice flavor to go with the heat. And then they had, um, they did have a vinegar-based one that tasted very much like um, Tabasco sauce or something, mm -hmm. which I didn't really, I mean, I like Tabasco sauce, but I don't really think of that as barbecue sauce. 
And then they had the other one. What was the other one? I can't remember. But the mango habanero was definitely the best one. Yeah. When I went to uh, North Carolina, um, we had barbecue there. I think I already even told this. The meat was good, but I didn't like any of their sauces. Like, they were all kind of a vinegary-based sauce. They didn't have anything that was, like, a sweet... Like kind of thick sauce. It was all kind of just runny, like a vinegar-based sauce. But which is kind of funny because when I do like burnt ends on, out of pork butt, I put some vinegar in the sauce to keep it more moist. Yeah, but I don't know. So that was that was a good time. Um, actually, it wasn't that great because I hate going to training away. It's like my brain just gets fried the whole time because you have to be turned on. Yeah. And you have to have your brain going the whole time. And it's like eight hours a day. Right. They're trying to cram, you know, like a semester's worth of information yep. into your head for a week. Yep. So. What kind of training was it? It was for uh, Agile. Agile project management. Hmm. Who'd you go with? Spencer and Aaron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and your training your special training yes it's very special <laughs> specialized training it's a good word special <laughs> training well that's good so yeah that's that's what went on um this past week since i've been home not a lot um ethan's finished his soccer season so he had the week off from soccer practice uh he's still playing basketball though in the playoffs they won their first playoff game so he's got a, another they took this week off luckily so he didn't have to miss it was he dressing up for halloween what are your kids doing for halloween are they know. dressing up i'm sure they will something but i don't think they've decided yet have your kids figured out what they're gonna be i don't know if anybody but sid's really planning on dressing up but abby's uh, ethan's planning on going trick-or-treating abby isn't i don't know all I know is that Sid is going to drive me crazy with costumes. Why, does she change it or something? No, she always wants to just be something big and elaborate. Like last year, she wanted to do um, Luna Lovegood for Harry Potter, which mm. isn't too bad. But the Harry Potter thing has kind of died down a little bit, so there's not as much Harry Potter stuff floating around. So it took us a while to get her robes and blah, blah, blah. So this year she's like, I want to be, what's the girl that's in the toilet? Moaning Myrtle? Yeah, Moaning Myrtle. She said, I want to be Moaning Myrtle. And I'm like, bud, like, how are we going to get you to be Moaning Myrtle? She's like, well, we'll just take all the Harry Potter stuff we had last year and paint it gray. And then we'll do gray on my face and spray gray in my hair. And I'm like, first of all, if we borrowed somebody else's Harry Potter stuff and it went away and this year I can't borrow it back and then say I'm going to paint it gray. So, and she's not even <laughs> in, she wasn't even in the Huffle or the Gryffindor house. She was, or whatever house, I guess um, she, she wasn't, or maybe she was Hermione last year. And I'm like, she's not in the Gryffindor house. So I don't know how we're going to make this work. She's like, we got to do it, dad. And I'm like, can't you just be like a vampire or a ghost or something? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's what I told Brody. So here, Brody, here's your costume. Put a sheet on over your head, 
cut some holes in it, and put an Iron Man mask on, and because you could be Iron Man's ghost because he died. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that would be pretty simple funny. and funny, right? It is funny. He's dead. He's a ghost. So be Iron Man's ghost. And what did Brody think about that? He didn't like it at all. <laughs> Whatever, Dad. That's stupid. Is, that's pretty much what he said. Yeah, but I thought it was awesome. So you know, funny thing. Last year, I I think I told you I went to the DI, and there was this really cool uh, Darth Vader mask. It's like a big rubber mask, like it goes right over your head. Like it's really cool. Did you buy it? I did. It was like fifty cents. 50 cents. Yeah, you got to buy it for 50 cents. <laughs> and so I bought it. I took it home. I Lysoled it. And then I kind of just put it up and I forgot about it. Well, yesterday I was looking for a tennis ball. We're babysitting my brother and sister-in-law's dog. Um, they had this tennis. I was looking for a tennis ball and I just happened to see this mask. And I was like, awesome. I found the Darth Vader mask. So now I think when I hand out candy, I might I might go find me a cape and... Dress up in be some Darth black Vader. and be Darth Vader. Nice. Yeah, might be fun. I don't have any black pants, so. I have a Darth Vader jacket that you can borrow. That has uh, the uh-huh. dewy doopy thing yeah. on the front. And it's like a hoodie jacket. And then you put the hood on and it makes it look like Darth Vader. Oh, but that'd be you perfect. could just uh, wear that and have all the buttons on your front. And I might have to borrow that. Yeah, you can. Well, it's usually my costume, but I can figure something else out. <laughs> I, you can borrow all my camo and you can go as a hunter. Okay. We'll but, switch. Yeah, that would be cool. So I think I'm going to try to be Darth Vader when I hand out candy. Awesome. And I don't think I'm going to have to take any kids trick-or-treating because they're all old enough and big enough to do their own thing. So I'm going to cook some chili for the the work party. and then What I'll kind be, of chili are you making? Uh, just my just standard, regular. normal, regular chili. Yeah, I'm bringing chili too. I'm just going to make my good old go-to chili. I'll make enough so I can have some at home and bring some to work. And yum. And that's your Halloween all planned out? Yeah, usually just sit at the kitchen table, eat chili, play games, and have the window open. And then we just hand out candy out the window on my porch. You don't even have them open to the door? No. That's a good way to do it. Yeah, it's nice. It's like a self-serve counter there. Like, yeah. We've done that in the past. So, What if it's cold? Then we will keep the window shut and we'll mm-hmm. go to the door. Okay. So, do you, what, kind of ha- what kind of candy do you hand out? I don't know. Little Hershey things. Mm-hmm. Some little mini bars. We don't get as many kids as we used to. Therefore, I buy full-size candy bars. Dude, last year we had at least a thousand kids. Oh, really? Well, you live in a pretty new neighborhood. It seemed like it anyway. I mean, it was, you know, I've always watched these movies and, you know, when they show Halloween, they have like all these kids just running everywhere and the whole street's crowded in every movie. And I think that's not Halloween. No Halloween's like that. You know? And that's your street. And it was my street last year. It was crazy. Um, don't get me wrong. I don't hand out full size candy bars to everybody. I have two. I actually, I used to have three, three different sets of candy. One was the candy like you have here on your desk in your bowls. That's Mm -hmm. like from four holidays ago. (laughs) (laughs) So I used to have a bowl of like Christmas, Easter, Valentine's candy. 
And then I had, then I always buy a big bag of assorted candy from Sam's Club. Right. And then I buy full-size candy bars. So the kids that I really, really like in my neighborhood, I get full-size candy bars too. Yeah, we do that too. The kids that are trick-or-treaters that I think are good kids that I think should still be trick-or-treating, I give the, the, the regular candy too. And then the kids that don't have any costumes on that are in high school that come around and they bang on my door at 1030 at night, they get the assorted leftover. They get the, Valentine. they get the Valentine's candy. Nice. So. I should do that too. Or the kids that I don't think should still be trick-or-treating. And usually those are the kids that don't even bother with a costume. They're like junior high, high school kids that come around regular and then don't... Uh, don't put any effort into it. They used to get the handful of old candy. We should, um, I can go into that. We should save that for a Halloween episode. I don't think we're, this is our Halloween episode, I think, isn't it? Well, what can't we do on Halloween week? I guess we could. I guess we will, huh? So next week we can't. We it just won't, won't be released until after Halloween. That's true. So next week we won't record unless you and I and the kids want to record. Yeah, maybe we should. We could do a vacation version of the podcast and just record random stuff here and there, and we can do it. I'll have to think about how we can do that because I don't want to haul all of this to Moab with me. It would probably just be on like a phone or something. Yeah. We'll, We'll make something work. I got a couple ideas. Oh, you do? You've already thought about this? Yes, I did. Because, and th- this will be Johnless again because he's not going with this. But I got a couple ideas of how we can record a podcast. All right. So maybe, so maybe you might get something next week. Maybe not. If you do Depends get something on. next week, it's not going to be high quality. Yeah, it's going to be very fly by the Medi- seat of our pants. Mediocre. <laughs> kind of like this one. It'll yeah. be better than, it won't be as good as this week, but it'll, it'll, it'll be worth a listen, I think. And it'll be fun because we'll be in Moab, right? Yep. We're having a good time. So. Going to Moab. And I'm excited for Moab. I am too. I'm really excited. I just hope the weather's sort of decent. That's going to suck if it goes down there and it rains. Have I don't think it's going to. Yeah, I did. I don't think it's going to rain, but um, it's not going to be It's not going to be hot. That's for I don't sure. want it hot. I hope it's like 60 to 70. That would be perfect. So let's look at the 10-day for, for Moab. Um, so we get there on Sunday. It'll be 58 degrees. Perfect. With a low of 34. That's pretty cool. Monday will be 63 with 36 at night. Uh, Tuesday will be 66 with 39 low. Wednesday is the hot day at 68 uh, and 39 degrees. Thursday, 59. Friday, high of 56. And Saturday, a high of 59. No rain? No rain. It's all oh, Sunday. Nice. Um, that sounds like perfect hiking weather right there. Let's see. Um, Sunday is sunny. Monday's mostly sunny. Tuesday's sunny. Wednesday's mostly sunny. Thursday sunny. Friday sunny. Sunday Saturday Perfect. sunny. So, yeah, that'll be great. That'll be great be weather. Good. And it always feels a few degrees hotter in Moab than it really is. And I think it's just because there's not a lot of shade. There's a lot of sun. 
So And you feel like you're in the desert, so it just feels hotter. Yeah, you do feel like you're in the desert. I don't know. I know there's a pool at the place we're staying, and I'm assuming it's still open. Yeah, that might be not be open. I don't know how how much my kids will want to be in the pool if it's that cold outside, but their kids are crazy. I yeah, have no crazy. plans to get in the pool. Yeah, I hope they have a hot tub. Yeah, that would be nice if there was a hot tub. But... And there won't be any <laughs> naked hot tubbing. <laughs> I didn't say it. You said it this time. <laughs> yeah. The look you gave me <laughs> when you were like, I hope there's a hot tub. You gave me those bounce kabow eyes. <laughs> that would be funny. You should totally do that. Uh, my body's not uh, speedo ready or naked hot tub ready yet. So You just get under the water and nobody can see. So that's what the bubbles are for to hide everything. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I think Don, John just texted me asking me where we were at. And I'm like, where do we always? And he asked if we were talking crap. Would you say, of course we were? Yeah. Is he here? I don't know, I guess. Just in time for us to be done. Almost. I know. We're at 37 uh, minutes. That's pretty short. But if he shows up, then it's going to go an extra half hour. Yeah, maybe. Depends. Does he have anything to talk about? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see when he gets here, if he does get here. Do you have a lot of trees in your yard with leaves? Yes, I have too many trees. When I moved into my house, I had nine trees. So do you have to spend a lot of time raking? I do have to spend a ton of time raking. And then trying to figure out where the heck I'm going to put my leaves. So I cut down one of the maples out front this year. So I still have three big maples in my front yard. I have a great big giant ash. And I have a, a quake in aspen um, that's big. So all all five of those trees are really big. And they put down a lot of leaves. And in the backyard, I have two great big giant lindens, um, which put down not a big leaf, but it's it's a pretty good size leaf. And then I have two quake and aspens in the back still. And then I have two flowering pears. Wow, that's a lot of that's trees. 11 trees. I didn't realize you yeah. had that many trees in your yard because yeah. I never really paid that much attention. Oh, actually, then I have two more quake and aspens. So I actually have 12. Why did I think I had nine trees? Because I've cut down one, two, three trees. So I guess I had 15 trees before. I do have two more quake and aspens. In the backyard, hmm. yeah, I got a lot of trees. So we, when we moved in a few years ago, we planted some um, trees in our backyard, and so they're just starting to get big, and they're starting to dump a lot of leaves. So I was wondering, what's the best way to rake leaves? Because we haven't had to do that before this year, really. I have a yard sweeper, but I have a lot, a lot of leaves. You're probably the best way to do is just just to rake. run them over with your lawnmower uh, and mulch them up yeah, in your bag. I could do that. That's probably the best way. Between the lawnmower and the and the um, leaf, you don't just blow them sweeper. onto your neighbor's lawn. Um, I wish, I wish they would just blow down the street. So here's the inherent <laughs> problem that I have: the the wind usually blows from the south, right? So. On the south side of the street, they have three great big giant maples in their front yard. Mm-hmm. The people that are on the southwest of me 
have three great big giant maples. So what usually happens is that wind blows from the south and then blows, it will blow east. Um, so their leaves usually end up in my yard. So not only do I have my 15 trees to contend with, I end up having their uh, seven or eight more maples that I have to contend with too. Mm. And then my next door neighbor on the east side has um, three big maples too. And so then if the wind blows back to the west, then I get his leaves too. And they're not very good at cleaning stuff up. Like I'm on it because I know I just have to get stuff in the can or else I'm going to have to bag it and then haul it someplace. So you fill your can up every week? With leaves? I fill my can and my garbage up every week. And then I try to put my garbage in someone else's can if I can get away with it. I also borrow everybody else's leaf cans or green waste cans too. Because it's just a lot of leaves. Hmm. Yeah. Do you make big piles and jump in them? The kids made a big pile yesterday and jumped in it. And then it rained. And now it'll be twice as hard to get rid of. Make them do it. Yeah, funny. (laughs) (laughs) It is actually, when they do make leaf piles, I don't mind. I actually went and got the the yard sweeper out yesterday and let them push it around the yard. There was three, it was Sid and her two little friends, and they thought that was the coolest thing ever to push this thing around. It picked up all the leaves because they'd been working on this leaf pile for like, I don't know, half hour, and it wasn't very big. And so I got the the yard sweeper out, (coughs) let them push that around the yard for five minutes, and they had half of the yard cleaned up. They doubled the size of the leaf pile. So then I put it all back together, let them push it around. They, they pushed it around. I think they dumped that bag three times. And by the time they were done, their leaf pile was three times as big as it was. So they were pretty excited. And I just got to throw that in a can. So Man, there you go. Trick them into doing it for you. Yeah. What I should do is buy some of those pumpkin leaf bags. And then I could fill those up and I could have pumpkins all over my yard. Yeah, you should. Yeah. You should totally do that. You know, that's what I use my ugly drum barrel for. It's the burn leaves? No. It's uh, so you go buy these 55 gallon trash bags. They fit perfectly in a 55 gallon drum. Oh, so you just use them. Yeah, they have, they actually, they're made to put in inside of a 55 gallon drum. So I fill those with leaves and then I tie it off and then I just dump the barrel upside down and I have these gigantic bags of leaves. Well, I'm glad you're getting some use out of it. Yeah, that's the only reason why I haven't made the ugly drum (laughs) smoker because I need that barrel for leaf disposal. I don't think I'll ever make an ugly drum smoker now. Well, you've got two, so. Yeah, there's nice having three. But I don't know. Then you could smoke three things at once. All of my smokers are big, so I could smoke like five things, six things. Then you could smoke ten things at once. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever get that big. That's like restaurant <laughs> restaurant stuff get right there. Get open your own restaurant. No. I mean, if I mean, I guess you could. Like, if you could really, like R&R Barbecue... That place is just, I mean, they sold it, the Rod and Randy or whatever their their original guys' names are that stand for R&R. Those guys made bank, and then they sold it. And I don't know, it's like a, a company now. It's not two guys smoking, but they got to make bank. They're just building those places everywhere. Yeah, they're coming and up, showing up everywhere. What competition do they have? 
There's a couple. You in your backyard when you buy it and you fix it. Uh, I just don't. Drum. I just don't know if you can compete with it. Like there's a couple of little smoker places, you know, a couple of little barbecue places. They're freaking expensive and they're not as good. So I don't know. Yeah, they've kind of got it down how to do it, mass produce it, and still do it well, don't they? The guy, the guy at uh, at the R and R downtown said that he does. 900 pounds of rib tips on Fridays. 900 pounds? Yeah, so you buy, you know, you go there on a Friday, you get rib tips. Mm -hmm. That's the special, you get a pound of rib tips. So he's just saving his rib tips throughout the whole week for all the ribs that they do for the rest of the week? Yep, they do do 900 pounds of rib tips on on Fridays. Wow. That's a lot. So that's 900 orders of rib tips that they do. On Friday, in one store. Wow. Killing That's herds crazy. of cows and pigs in herds. That's like a whole herd of cows in one day. Several are pigs. Rip to pigs. Pigs. What are, what's a group of pig called? Uh, I don't know. What is a group of pigs called? Let's ask Google. Ask Google. Google, what is a herd of pigs called? According to Quora, a group of young pigs is called a drift, drove, or litter. Groups of older pigs are called a sounder of swine, a team or passel of hogs, or a singular of boars. There you go. A passel of hogs? Is that what it said? Let's just call them a drift. A drift, a drove, or a litter. I guess that's young. Uh, They kill a team of swine. Team of swine? Or a passel of hogs. I like passel of hogs. Yeah. A whole passel of hogs. Or they kill boars, which doesn't really make sense. But, yeah, a passel of hogs get killed for for Friday rib tip day. Mm. Delicious. Love me some pigs, only to eat them. So, Would you ever have a pig as a pet? <laughs> no. I have a hard enough time with having a dog as a pet and his poo. I can't imagine, like... There's just some pets to me that just don't make sense. Cats and dogs make sense. Cats poop in a litter box. You got to just clean the litter box. Dogs poop in the backyard. You have to go outside and clean it up. It's not too, it's not too much of a challenge. Right. And it's usually a hard clump. It's not like a splatter. Pigs don't poop in. They just go wherever. And it's just messy. It's not. What about rabbits? Um, other than rabbits are pointless, I guess their poop is really easy to clean up, but like rabbits don't want, they're a rodent. They don't want anything to do with humans. It's not like they're going to come cozy up on your, on their chest. Yeah. They're, they're not pets. I wonder why rabbits are so soft to make good fur coats out of. What evolutionary thing made them evolve with such soft fur? Well, I think it's just to, I mean, I think it was a warmth issue. Like they have multiple coats, kind of like other animals to be outside. Just nice and warm. But yeah, like wolves are not outside and dogs, but some of those have really coarse hair. Yeah. But I think it was more coarse so that they could 
get the water off, right? Cats have soft hair. Not as soft as rabbits. Some cats do. So why we're on the subject of cats, yesterday I was driving home. Was it yes? No, it wasn't yesterday because I gave you a ride home. The day before, I was driving home, and I'm pulling up past this lady on the freeway, and there's a big towel on her dashboard, and I was like, what the heck is on that towel? And it was a big hairless cat on the dashboard <laughs> of her Jeep. Really? <laughs> it was like a Jeep Liberty and it was just laying there. She probably had the heat on or something, but she had a towel and this big hairless cat laying on her dashboard. Hmm. I was just, first I was amazed because I've only seen a handful of hairless cats in my life. They're but, pretty ugly. But then, yeah, it did look ugly. And then it's laying on the dashboard of her car driving down the freeway at 65 miles an hour. Like, I'm not, I don't know. That seemed weird to me. Is it weird? That's kind of weird. Yeah. I just, I'm not a big fan of how many people now think they have to bring their pet with them everywhere they go. Yeah. And they, they there were three dogs on the flight. Oh, really? Yes. In like little carriers or they, yeah, they have a carriers. vest on. One of them had a vest and the other two were in carriers kind of stowed under the seat with their head just poking out the whole time. Hmm. But, you know, that, and that's a problem because you can go on Amazon and you can buy yourself a service dog vest for your dog. Right. And then people are aware of that now and they're like, you know, bringing that dog in here. That's not a real service dog. And, you know, a little chihuahua it's or a service dog. Yeah. Or it's my emotional support dog, you know, and uh, granted people need to. But now people are having to have like a certificate of authenticity on the side of the vest because they got to prove that, yeah, this really is a dog, you know, which they just printed out on some website anyway. Possibly. Too, probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting kind of out of hand, I think. There's this kid in my neighborhood who has a service dog and he brings it to church and it's like a big poodle. And this kid's probably like, I don't know, seven, eight years old. And he walks this poodle around and the kid has some issues. I'm not exactly sure what issues he has. He, he kind of, I think he might be autistic or something, mm-hmm. but I mean, there's, there's physically something, uh, there's something that's wrong with him. And he drags this dog around everywhere he goes, you know, hmm. but you know, and it's, it's a legit service dog. Um, and then uh, we have another friend who's diabetic and she has a, she's got diabetes really bad. And this dog knows when she's having diabetes problems. Well, that's cool. I've heard of those dogs. And this dog cost, I don't know the little boy, but this lady that we know, their dog costs like $30,000 to get this dog wow. to train for diabetes. Like it's an expensive dog. And to spend something like that and have this service dog that you've pretty much got to take everywhere. Um, and then just be discredited or discounted because people want to take their pets places. Right. That just sucks. That does suck. So, But yeah, I mean, I can't go in Walmart now. Every time I go in Walmart, I see one or two people with their dogs with them. They have a big sign right in Walmart that says, because we sell food, you can't bring your dog in. That people don't read the signs. They people just bring their dog in. They just don't care. My thing that I hate is when somebody's carrying around a little dog. 
in their arms like a baby mm-hmm. through the store. And I'm that's like, what, that's weird. just that's leave your dog at home. Like, you can go for half an hour without your dog. Yeah. I go half an hour without my kids. And if you're one of our crazy listeners that carries their dog around like yeah. a, a, a dog, we mean this in love. Yes. Just leave your leave, dog at home. Leave your dog home. Nobody, nobody likes your dog but you. Booty. <laughs> Talking to you. <laughs> Does he carry his dog around like know. a baby? I don't <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I invited him to lunch the other day, and he had this little dog in a pouch. It was weird. It's like a little kangaroo pouch. He had it on his belly now to come to think about it. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's kinda weird. He's turned into this weird dog person. So he has this he has this little teeny yappy dog and then he's got this sweatshirt pouch on his hoodie. And he just he takes it to work with him and then like I invited him to lunch and he's like feeding scraps from R and R to his dog his in this little pouch. He's a weirdo. He is a weirdo. <laughs> Can't wait to hear the feedback yeah. from that. I'm sure that'll be good. <laughs> and it's kind of weird too. He like chews up little pieces of meat because I guess the dog can't chew big pieces of meat. So he chews them up and then he like <laughs> lets the dog eat it out of his <laughs> mouth like a little bird. That booty. He's a weird guy. He is. But, so. All right. We did it. We almost did an hour. All Should right. we call it good? Yeah. Let's call it good. I don't know what else to talk about. I need anyways. to go get some coffee. So. You do. And John just text nonsense, and uh, he decided he's not coming. So mm. I don't know. We know where the, the loyalty is to our faithful listeners. Yeah. So next week, uh, we'll probably, hopefully we'll have something for you, but don't count on it. Or count on it, but don't expect it. Don't expect much out of it. So... Uh, yeah, Dustin and I are heading to Moab, so we'll see what we can put together down there. Unless John wants to do one all by himself, which will not happen. <laughs> that was a good one. So, uh, yeah, that's our episode for this week. Um, I'm going to go get some coffee and for Dustin. See you later. And I'm your host, Scott, and we're out. again for joining us on this week's podcast you can find more episodes show notes and links at our website at www.regularguysrandomthings.com you can also find us on all the social media platforms like facebook twitter and instagram if you enjoyed this week's podcast please like comment and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice once again thanks for listening and catch us next week for a brand new episode I dropped my phone in the toilet last night. (laughs) (laughs) And I needed to go to the bathroom. So I just reached in the toilet and then I threw it in the sink and I turned on the sink and then I hurried and washed my hands. And then I just left it in the sink with the water running. Remember back in the days when you couldn't do that? Yeah. It's the first time I've dropped my phone in the toilet in a long, long time. The last one I did, I ruined my phone because it wasn't waterproof. How convenient is that? You just throw it in the sink and turn the water on and let it start rinsing itself off. Totally awesome. Cool.